We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Sports Daily on KFH. On the line is the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea Messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily. We welcome in Chelsea Messenger. So glad to have you in, Chelsea. I hope it's not uh, 30 below wind chills and blowing snow and all the BS we're dealing with here in uh, Wichita, Kansas. How are you? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a high of 12 on, uh, I think it's Christmas Eve when the Titans are hosting the Texans. Can you imagine trying to tackle Derrick Henry in 12-degree weather? My goodness, I am not stepping a foot outside this weekend. Yeah, I was just about to say, I can't imagine walking outside that I'm going to have to do later. And and like this is overwhelming dread creeping in. But whatever, that's later. Uh, we do have Thursday night football tonight. And I, normally, for me, I, I never really like anything on these games. I kind of love the over tonight. Am I crazy? Yeah, I was talking to somebody who uh, lives in New York this morning, and she was saying that the weather isn't quite as bad as maybe people were making it out to be. But I do think it's a good spot for both offenses. Uh, Looking at the Jags, it doesn't seem to matter, the matchup, uh, when it comes to the secondary. Because last week, the question was, can Trevor Lawrence do this and put up big yards against a team that's not giving up a ton of yards? Because the Titans were a bad secondary. We knew that. But they went against the Cowboys, uh, won better secondaries. Uh, in the league and put up uh, some crooked numbers as well. So the Jets come in with the fourth best uh, best pass defense, but Trevor Lawrence has proven that he can throw the ball in those tight windows uh, and really make the plays, even when the coverage is still very good. So I wouldn't be surprised if this one went over 37, but also the Jets have played in some very low-scoring games. Uh, I think there was like a 12-9 game, um, a 13-3 game, so I think you're trusting a Jets offense that sometimes uh, stalls out a little bit. And Zach Wilson, who can get the ball down the field, but sometimes has struggled in the red zone. Yeah, I think that's a good question. And kind of following up on that, as far as player props for tonight is concerned, Chelsea, on the Jets side, obviously Zach Wilson starting at quarterback. Are there other players? I don't know if it's one of the wide receivers or somebody else on the Jets side that you feel comfortable touching on the player prop side. Yeah, looking at the Jets receivers, Garrett Wilson, cash cow on receiving props. His prop tonight set at 55 and a half, juiced the over at minus with 115. 
I think he's somebody you can probably trust. He's a rookie, but he has proven to be probably the best offensive player on the Jets team. He's hit this uh, over in four straight games, coming off a game at 98 receiving yards and uh, four catches. So Garrett Wilson has uh, something to prove. I think he's probably the favorite to win rookie of the year, at least on the offensive side of the ball. And plus, when Zach Wilson is the quarterback, I know some people like to hold their noses, but at least Zach Wilson gets the ball down the field. So we can have these big plays for Garrett Wilson. Last time out, had a long of 33 yards. So he can get this in big chunk plays. He has proven he can be a deep ball threat on the receiving end. And Zach Wilson, say what you want about him. We all know he has a cannon for an arm. Sometimes the accuracy can be the issue. But really like Garrett Wilson tonight. All right, let's look ahead to Sunday now. And we have talked and talked and talked, and we'll start with the team we cover the most with the Chiefs, and they, like, never cover anymore. Ten points, <laughs> despite that fact, against Seattle. And, again, it kind of stinks. Like, no, like with, with what we've seen recently, I don't know how you could take the Chiefs minus ten. Yeah, it's a tough, uh, tough call there because I don't think I would want to play that. I think in the sports betting world, if you have any reservations about something, you probably just shouldn't play it because maybe Kansas City covers and maybe they return to dominant form, but we just haven't seen it over the past uh, couple of weeks. But there is a great matchup here uh, on the offensive side of the ball for the Kansas City Chiefs. You look at the matchups every single week from a fantasy and from a props perspective, and there's one that stands out here. The Seahawks defense is terrible at defending tight ends, giving up the third most receiving yards and the second most fantasy points against opposing tight ends. Hmm. Wonder who has a good tight end. Uh, might hmm. be the Chiefs. So I think Travis Kelsey probably in for a big game here. We've seen the Seahawks give up uh, a ton of yards and uh, a ton of fantasy points. Like I said, last time out against the Niners, George Kittle finished the leading receiver with 93 yards. Earlier in the season, the Seahawks gave up 179 yards to tight end TJ Hawkinson. So look for George Kittle to have a big game this weekend. Chelsea, I want to get your take on this, expanding a little bit more on Kansas City and their struggles in covering uh, this season. I read um, a few days ago that Kansas City has only covered the spread three times this season. And in fact, they have not covered in seven straight games. What do you attribute that to? Is that the the lines being too big uh, for Kansas City? Is it just them underperforming? What do you attribute that to? Yeah, I think it's just the lines are too big. And we'll see that with a lot of the, the best teams in the NFL. The Bills are another one of those teams that they're winning games, but they're just not covering numbers. So it's not really a knock on the team. And Kansas City overall, 5-9 and nine against the number, it's far from the worst mark in the NFL, but it's not great considering how uh, many games that they have won. Uh, but if you look at Seattle, they're even worse. Seattle 0-5 against the spread in their last five games. So uh, something's got to give this weekend as neither teams have really been great at covering numbers. But I think it's just, you know, the public loves betting on the guaranteed good teams, the Chiefs, the Bills, and what used to be like the Packers and the Bucks. But that's not the case. Is The Bucks and the Packers, two of the worst teams at covering numbers this year. But it's not that the Chiefs are bad. It's just, you know, the point spreads are a little bit too large. We look across a, a team that I feel like keeps getting, and I don't have the numbers to back this up. It's just by my eyes. The the Cincinnati continues to be undervalued in its spreads. Again, this week against New England, granted it's on the road, but three and a half point dogs. And the way they're playing right now, 
I just feel like Cincinnati keeps providing good opportunities for us. And you know, we talk about how much better they're playing on both sides of the ball all the time. Yet I, I almost, I feel like I never see their, uh, their spreads get more than that, that three and a half number. Yeah, but this line's gone down, and you're right. Cincinnati did great at covering 11-3 and three against the spread, one of the better teams in the NFL. But it's a little fishy because this one opened at 3.5, Cincinnati laying 3.5 on the road with the Patriots, and now it's gone down to 3 with something going on with the Patriots. One would think that this team's morale is in the dumpster after the worst play I think I've ever seen in an NFL game for the Patriots, losing that game to the Raiders. But I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it's the second straight road game for the Bengals. And uh, if you remember that last game, Bengals minus three and a half last week was one of my favorite plays. And it took an epic Bucks collapse for that to happen. So I don't know. Maybe the Patriots can't, you know, shoot themselves in the leg multiple times in the last play of the game again. Uh, but it looks a little fishy since this line is moving the other direction. One of the games on Christmas Eve, Chelsea, that I'm keeping an eye on the Vikings four and a half point favorites at home against the Giants. Of course, Minnesota had that epic comeback against Indianapolis last Saturday. And then the Giants beat the commanders in primetime on Sunday. What do you think about this line? What do you think about the Vikings? And uh, of course, we've talked about in, in previous reports about how people have been fading the Vikings quite a bit. Where do you stand on this game? Yeah, doesn't it feel like the Giants are getting four and a half just about every week or something around that yeah. line? Uh, I think I'd be on the Giants here. I think the better option is to play a teaser. That's been the best way of fading the Vikings because they've played in so many close games. They have only won one game this year by more than seven points. First game of the season against the Packers, uh, and they have 11 wins this year. So that's uh, saying something about uh, the amount of close games that Minnesota has played. So if you tease the Giants from, uh, what was it, four and a half or four, you get them all the way up to 10. I don't think the Vikings blow them out uh, by double digits. Um, Chelsea, and I don't know how to handle weather. I, I probably weight is the best way, but early looks at these things. Buffalo and Chicago over 40 and a half. Saints-Browns over 32 and a half seem like decent huh. over opportunities. But when weather is a problem, should we just wait and see until Sunday morning what this stuff looks like? Yeah, but sometimes I think people take a little bit too much into account for weather and for the cold and for the snow. I mean, the real thing that affects these games are the wind. And look at both of those games, Chicago and Cleveland. Both of those cities are on the lake. I believe they get like that wind because obviously Chicago is a windows, windy city. Uh, I don't know like a ton about Cleveland, but I know wind is going to be a factor in that game. And wind affects a lot of things. It affects the passing game and it affects the kicking game when they're trying to make field goals. So I think that's why you see the total so low. It's the wind. It's not really the cold because we've seen cold and snowy games go over the total. Saw that game last week. Uh, Bills and Dolphins was way higher scoring than I think a lot of people thought. So if you're looking at a game and trying to factor in weather, it's more about the wind than the precipitation or the temperature. Chelsea, a big NFC East battle on Christmas Eve. The Eagles on the road uh, taking on the Cowboys. Of course, all the uh, details surrounding Jalen Hurts and his injury have the Eagles as right now it looks like, what, a five or six point uh, underdog on the road against Dallas. How do you attack this game with Jalen Hurts not playing or potentially not playing? 
Uh, and then, of course, the Cowboys as a home favorite on Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, this line has been all over the place. It's been as high as six and a half earlier in the week. It got down to four and a half, and now it's sitting at five, it looks like. I think for me, you just take a look at the Eagles as a team. If any team can overcome, you know, not having their star quarterback, it's probably the Eagles. Top to bottom, probably the best team in the NFL. Uh, just had the Pro Bowl uh, players announce most of the offensive line, Pro Bowlers for the Eagles. And then look at their receivers, A.J. Brown, uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, the list goes on and on. Miles Sanders at running back. So we've seen this scenario before with the San Francisco 49ers. A great team needs a backup quarterback coming in. And I'll say Brock Purdy's done a great job, but – I think it's the same situation here for the Eagles. Gardner Minshew at least is a veteran backup that probably knows the playbook pretty well. Uh, so I think I'd roll with the Eagles, getting the points here. And plus, the Cowboys have been playing terrible. So let's take the points with the Eagles. Yeah, it's been it's been rough for the Cowboys, especially these last couple of weeks, head scratchers. Um, all right, let's – Chelsea, take us through some of your, if you haven't hit them already, best bets, best player props. Like, what are our what are our favorite bets this weekend? Yeah, along with the Garrett Wilson prop, the other autoplay for me is Justin Fields over his rushing prop. They keep setting it in the 70s, and he keeps going over it. Why would he stop running the ball now? He is the only good part of that offense for the Bears, and it doesn't seem to matter the defensive matchup because he's done this against some great defenses, including the Eagles. So I don't know if you've seen any of the highlights of him running the football. My goodness. Is he explosive? So uh, I think his rushing prop is usually a solid play. Like I said, I think uh, Travis Kelsey has a big game against the Seahawks. And then Derrick Henry. If you look at his box scores against the Texans, I think he's had four straight games of 200-plus rushing uh, plus rushing games and a couple of touchdowns in most of those. So I would say Derrick Henry over his rushing prop against the Texans, who happen to be the number one worst run defense in the entire NFL. Yeah, and that, that game's got a low total, too, uh, 35 and a half. It, it, Derrick Henry feels yeah, like he might get Malik to 35 and a half on his own. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it hinges on Malik uh, Willis, the, the fill-in quarterback for Ryan Tannehill, who now I believe has to have surgery. But you guys remember Malik Willis when he played against the Chiefs. What did he complete? Five passes, but still yeah, yeah, Tennessee managed to stay in that game. So that's yeah, they're good. testament to the defense and also just let him run, right? What it's what we did with Justin Fields. Let him run. Let let Willis run. Yeah. Yeah, run a triple option, you know, be like a service academy. <laughs> there you go. You got Derrick Henry back there. You got to try and stop both of them. I, I, that sounds pretty awful to me if I'm an opposing defense. Uh, all right, Chelsea, we appreciate it. Stay warm as, as, as you guys get some of this a little later, I think. It's not fun. Yeah, uh, seasonal depression weather, ho-hum, but at least it's great weather to sit in front of your TV and watch football. Correct. All right, Chelsea. There goes the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey board, uh, sports betting insider, Chelsea Messenger. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. We always appreciate Chelsea's visits. If you missed anything, you can go back and listen at kfhradio.com. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of that and continue. Tim Fitzgerald coming at the top of the hour here as we roll through this frigid Thursday edition of Sports Daily.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.